Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Laura. I am Laura, the founder of Front Office Rocks. If you didn't know already, um, if you're stumbling across this video or podcast, welcome. Um, we at Front Office Rocks are all about uh, training your team members, helping you make the best rockstar practice you can. And in these episodes, I'm answering questions from the audience, quote unquote. Um, I do a lot of live speaking and I love interacting with the audience. So we thought, why not bring it to social media? So these are questions that have been sent in. Um, we are putting it on all of our different platforms and hopefully answering questions that um, can relate to questions you have in your office. Um, you can adapt for your practice and or reach out to us and let us know if you have questions that we haven't addressed or you would like me to talk about. So uh, let's get to it in this episode. We are going to talk about if, if you haven't checked out a past episode, um, we talked about scheduling, we've talked about um, uh, we talked about your why, your team. So make sure you're following along because we've jumped into a bunch of different topics. This one is my favorite. Um, as you've heard in the past one, if you listen, it's not actually my favorite. I'm saying it sarcastically about insurance. Um, insurance is um, kind of the backbone of the practice, but also sometimes the hardest thing to deal with. So let's jump into it. The first question today is, Dear Laura, do you take my insurance? Is the question potential new patients tend to ask, and my front desk team is spending too much time explaining how dental insurance works. Is there a script we should follow to answer these types of questions? Okay, so <clears throat> typically, when a new patient calls your practice, they're going to ask, do you take my insurance? What are your hours or how much is something, right? So those are questions that your team needs to get really good at handling because those are typically the questions that patients ask most. Now, I'm going to put out there real quick that I'm not a fan of scripts. It says on here, is there a script we should follow? I don't like scripts because when you have a script, your team member's focus is on the script, not the patient not the phone call. The other thing about scripts is if I'm reading off of a script and you know when someone's reading off of a script, if I'm reading off a script, then if the patient doesn't answer one of the options on my script, now I'm like, what do I say? What do I do? So I'm not a big fan of scripts, but I am a big fan of um, answering the phone with heart, from the heart. And if you come to any of my training workshops or look online, I have a whole hack acronym that um, follows heart, you know, paying attention to the patient and giving them exceptional customer service. So um, in order for your team members to um, speak from the heart with your patients, they've got to be confident and they've got to be trained. And that is what I'm going to talk about with this is that you've got to help your team members be confident with these questions and trained so that they can answer them in their own words, in the way they would say it, to address these questions for your patients, okay? So scripts are out of the way for me. You've got to answer the questions from your heart. Now, how do we answer these questions? Well, let's first talk about why are these patients asking this? Do you take my insurance? What are your hours or how much is a crown, okay? The reason they're asking this is because people know two things. They know their insurance book and they know their pocketbook, right? That is what our patients are calling our practice with. The knowledge they have about dentistry is insurance book and pocketbook. Maybe they know they're supposed to brush their teeth two times a day. Maybe they know they're supposed to floss. You know, maybe they know some basic insurance or dental things. But really, when they're calling our practices, 
the main thing they know about is their insurance book and their pocketbook. And when they call our practices, they don't know to ask anything else. Like, think about it. It's it's kind of ironic or silly to ask how much is a crown, right? When, what, are you trying to find the cheapest dentist in town? Like, would you go to the cheapest dentist in town? No, but they don't know how to ask anything else. That's all they know, right? What they should be asking is, how much CE has your dentist done? Um, what's the technology you have in your practice? Um, you know, do, are there any lawsuits against your dentist? Like that's really what they should be asking, but they don't know to ask that. So they ask insurance or they ask money questions, okay? When they ask the hours, like what hours do you have? They're asking that because they have to take time off of work. And if they take time off of work, that's money out of their pocketbook, right? So insurance or money they're always gonna start with that. So your team members have to get trained in how do they handle those questions? Because even though they're starting with that, that is not how they should be basing or making a decision on picking your practice. But what happens is if we go right into the insurance question, if we jump into in and out of network and benefits and insurance, then we lose control of that call right? We are letting the patient run control of that call, even though we should be, because we know ultimately we're the best dentist for them and they should choose us. So what I suggest is when you get that question, you always handle any question coming in with yes or something positive. Like, yes, we have evening hours. Yes, we, I can answer that question for you about the crown. Yes, we work with all insurances. Yes, we take PPOs. We, we work with, you know, we have lots of flexibility with payment options. Like, just something positive, right? Whatever the question is, something positive, okay? And then saying something like, I'm gonna ask you a few questions and then I'll address that one for you. What is your name? How did you hear about us, right? Why are you calling today? What I wanna do is I wanna handle the question with yes or something positive so that I can then take control of the call. Then I wanna start building rapport with the patient. And that is what is missed so many times with new patient phone calls um, from dental offices. Is we go down this insurance path, we go down this cost path, we go into like almost negotiating with this patient before we've even found out their name, before we've even found out why they're calling. And if we don't build rapport with them, we have less chance of actually converting them to a new patient in our practice, right? So my suggestion is that you answer with yes or something positive. I mean, maybe you're not in a network for this insurance, right? For example, an HMO, maybe you don't take HMOs, but you could say, yes, we have a lot of patients who have HMOs. Let me ask you a few questions and I'll explain. And then you can explain at the end or later in the call, that you have a, a, a membership program and, and people dropped out of their HMO and joined the membership or, or whatever the case may be. You have some patients who had an HMO and canceled it because it sucked and they decided to come to you as a cash patient. Like you may not convert every patient, but you're gonna have a higher chance if you've built rapport with this patient. So yes, there's something positive, then take control of the phone call, build rapport with the patient, find out why they're calling and then address their question. This is gonna seem odd to some of your team members and maybe even to you because one of the habits we have in our practice is we go to insurance first also. Most offices I hear when, some, when somebody's calling in, they'll say, what's your name? How did you hear about us? And the third question out of our team members' mouths are, do you have insurance? Or do you what dental insurance do you have? So we're starting this relationship with a patient about insurance and we're letting them start the relationship about it with insurance. 
And I'm not saying, like I said, insurance is part of the game. It's here. We have to deal with it. But we've got to remember that these are our patients first. These are people first, right? Let's get to know them. Let's find out why they're calling. Let's address their issues and then handle their questions. Let's not get sucked into this insurance discussion before we've ever built rapport with a patient. So I have a significant amount of training on this at Front Office Rocks. In fact, one of the reasons I started Front Office Rocks was because of this question and the phone calls that we get in the front office. So if that's just the tip of the iceberg for you and you are looking to really change the way your team answers the phones and, and handling insurance questions, that's what we're here for. Come over to Front Office Rocks. So I hope that gets your wheels spinning. Let's go to the next one. And of course, it's on insurance again. I see a theme today. Dear Laura, is there a right way or a wrong way to discuss insurance coverage and finances with patients? It seems like we're getting a lot of pushback when it comes time to pay and our collections are low. Well, let's grab a cup of coffee and talk for about five hours on this one. Um, there's about four topics in here and I can't address them all in the few minutes that we have together. Um, but let me just kind of talk over this a little bit. Um, is there a right way or a wrong way to discuss insurance coverage, coverages and finances with patients? My overarching answer to that is definitely there's a wrong way. And the wrong way is when insurance dictates the conversation. Um, one of the things that I like to say is we, or I compare practices, we have some practices who are insurance savvy <clears throat> and some practices who are insurance driven. We all need to be insurance savvy. We need to know about insurance in and out of network, you know, HMOs, PPOs, like we should understand and know insurance. But when it's when we're driven by insurance, that's the problem. When we start talking about insurance before the patient does, when we go into the nitty gritty of what the insurance potentially will pay or not pay, when we're not using the words, this is an estimate only, um, when we are going over the specifics of every tooth and what the insurance percentage is, you are being driven by insurance too much. So the wrong way to do it is to let insurance dictate the conversation. The right way to do it is to have the conversation with the patient to talk to them about their needs, to tell them where their best, where their healthcare providers, and we're looking out for the best care of their mouth, their teeth, their them. And insurance is just part of it. Insurance is an assistance. Now, I can't get into the specifics of the ways that I would do that and the different conversations to have, but I can tell you when insurance leads the conversation and when we're having the conversation at the front desk, two, two or three steps away from the front door and the patient's ready to check out and we are going through this discussion at the front desk, that's a problem, okay? You need to be having the discussion in a place where the patient then can ask questions and we can help them through the buying cycle because we are ultimately asking our patients to get drills and needles in their mouths and pay us a lot of money, right? It's not something they're going to be excited about. It's not something they're going to jump up and down and go, yay, can I do this today? I'm super excited. This is a hard discussion, right? We talk about drills and needles in their mouth and money, okay? So we want to make sure that our systems are set up. So we're doing our case presentation in the right place at the right time in the flow of the patient in your practice and that we're not letting insurance dictate that conversation. So 
I would say that's kind of the first half of that question. Um, it seems like we're getting a lot of pushback when it comes to the time to pay and our collections are low. That's a whole nother episode right there. Um, but my thought on that is definitely that you're going to get pushback from the patient, right? P patients are not going to be excited about paying for dentistry. They never will. So don't expect there's ever going to be a time where patients are like willing and able to pull their credit card out to pay for it because they're just not. Okay. It's just the nature of the beast of what we do. However, a patient will be more willing to pay for something that they see a value in. A patient will be more willing to pay for something that they understand of what they're getting. Um, many patients that we put in our schedules get put in and they fully don't even understand what it is they're getting done and they're not excited about it. Um, we have not fully explained it to them. We haven't given them all the payment options and um, therefore they don't show up for their appointment or they don't wanna pay the bill, right? Uh, many times we are telling the patient how much the insurance gonna pay and they don't, and then they get mad at us and then you have an AR problem because they're blaming us for the outstanding balance, not the insurance company. So really understanding that the process of case presentation how you do it, the discussion you have when you do it, and the follow through on making sure the patient fully understands what they're getting done and making sure that um, we are um, making sure that we're having them sign a signed treatment plan um, is super important. And sorry, I just got distracted there because I realized for a second there was part of the question number one. So stay tuned. I'm going to go back to that one second. Um, so making sure that your systems are in place basically is what I'm talking about. Um, and that your team understands that at the end of the day, whether the insurance company pays for the dentistry or not, the patient still needs the dentistry, right? We are here to be their healthcare provider. So Again, we have lots of training on this at Front Office Rocks. So reach out to us, come over. We can show you some of the videos and, and systems that we have put together to help you on this topic. And let me read back up to the question a minute ago, because the one thing I didn't answer was um, that my team is taking too much time explaining how insurance works. And I was thinking about it because in this question, it's kind of the same problem. When your team becomes too driven by insurance, when your team becomes too focused on insurance, when your team starts breathing and living insurance and if they'll cover it or not and pre-authorizations and in and out of network and all the details, you have become, you have gone over the bridge of being from insurance savvy to insurance driven. And at the end of the day, the patients don't need to know all those details. Um, we already know if you look at the bottom of any EOB or pre-authorization, anyone listening to this who does insurance knows what that fine print says at the bottom. This is not a guarantee of, right? There's no guarantee of what the insurance is going to cover. So helping your team realize that ultimately, even though patients bring up insurance, and we want to address insurance and we want to help maximize their benefits. At the end of the day, you know, talking them into nauseam about in and out of network and insurance and benefits and all of that makes us go down that insurance driven path instead of focusing on the patients. Um, team members, if you're listening to me, you work for two people. You work for your patient and you work for your dentist. You do not work for the insurance company. And our job is to help our patients maximize their benefits. That's a 
That's a customer service value add. But whether the insurance covers it or not, the patient still needs an amazing dentist. You work for one and your job is to get them in, get them as a patient, and then get help them get their dentistry done because that is ultimately what our goal is because we are here to help our patients keep their teeth for life. If that sounds good to you and you haven't listened to a previous epi- episode, go find an episode that I did on the why. Because if we remember what our why is, which is helping our patients keep our teeth for life, we won't go so much down the insurance path uh, that you're talking about in these questions. So I hope that uh, answers um, somewhat of your questions about insurance. Um, I am here to help answer more questions. So please send them. I would love some fun ones um, that you have going on in your practice or maybe not so fun. And you would want to bring them to me and see what my two cents are on it. Um, And I'd love to share it with everybody else who's listening to this. And then also please come over to Front Office Rocks if you need help with any of these issues. Thank you guys. And I will see you at the next episode of Dear Laura.